What is a house for contemporary circus? Is it a tent? Or an actual building? Or maybe a converted church turned into an art center? Or something different altogether? Tent House for Contemporary Circus has created a category of their own. For the past 13 years, they've built and contributed to the development of the Dutch circus landscape. With the Fast Forward program, they had the opportunity to spread their wings internationally and collaborate with a renowned home for contemporary circus in the UK, Jackson's Lane in London. My name is Maaike Muis. I'm a moderator, host and podcast maker, and in three episodes I take you on a journey through the one and a half year fast forward trajectory of TENT and their international ambitions and collaborations. Over the course of one year, I made recordings of the collaborations, the R&D, research and development, and the showcase in Jackson's Lane in London. And several recordings along the process at TENT in Amsterdam Noord. This first episode is called Job Shadowing. Job Shadowing is a concept that's quite common in the UK. It means that, in this case, TENT observes the work of the team of Jackson's Lane on several visits. They can sit in on various meetings and really experience every part of the work Jackson's Lane does, from the different perspectives, marketing, artistically, social engagement, business, community building, etc. What can TENT learn from running an actual venue for contemporary circus, especially in relation to their international ambitions and dreams? The, the chance to for us, the three of us, to think outside the box, to not just have funding or opportunities for our makers, but that we, the three of us could have plans about our dreams and then being able to, to do that is, is a gift. But first, what and who is TENT? I'm talking to Hanneke Meijers and Jaid Metin, two of the founders and directors of TENT in their offices in Amsterdam Noord. Hanneke is wearing a light pink tent hoodie with I'm running with circus on it and Jaid is, as usual, dressed in a black t-shirt and black jeans. You can see and feel by everything that they've been working together for a very long time. Tent is a house. Uh, tent is a place where circus can develop and grow, uh, where we can nurture ideas and inspiration until it develops into something that is both appealing and amazing to audiences all around the world. <laughs> Hanneke. Top that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for me it's also being really innovating. Innovative in the circus field. So tent is a place where you can create innovative circus but you say it's a house what's a house a house is a place where you can feel at home so where you can be yourself where you can uh, feel safe and where you can be supported by other housemates and for you this is a bit the joke of course tent that says we're the house of circus and we don't have a real house nor a tent nor a tent so it's it's a bit of a joke but actually it's what Jade said it's it's the place you can can call home how many makers do you support each year now we have six makers for a week 
We have one maker for a year and then we have a maker for two years, which in this case consists of three people. So, well, depends on how you count. Then we have the house maker or the maker for four years. Next to that, we have um, uh, the open stage twice a year, which contains usually five acts. And we have a festival. Altogether, uh, I would say uh, at least 10 a year. Quite a lot. And how big is the tent team? Uh, we're with a core team of five. Uh, and we work a lot with freelancers on, this, on, uh, on the specific projects. Uh, but core team of only five, which oh, creates creates quite some pressure sometimes. When when we're peaking, we're peaking all together. And um, it can feel like uh, a pretty heavy work, workload every now and then. Yeah. So in order to make it more sustainable, you'd like to change some things for the next four years? Yeah, I think I think we we love the work that we do, but it needs to be be able to continue as well for the next coming twenty years. And at this pace, we all we're all dead in five years. So so let's let's make it a little bit more durable. Together with Rosa Bone, Hanneke and Jayet form the direction of tent. A question they get asked quite often is. Why do they have three directors? Yeah, I think it came from our background. Like we started the three of us on the floor as kids performing together. And even though we're totally different, I think together we are one. So this brings us the diversity within the, the, the three of us. And I think this is also what makes us unique and working very well. Because the moment I'm I'm done with something or I'm having trouble with, with some funding or... Uh, some yeah something there's always somebody else who is okay with it wants to take over or can have a different way of thinking about it it's i think it makes our jobs easier and yeah it's of course because we know each other for a long time yeah you know each other for more than 30 years right yeah uh, i think it, i was 12 when i met rosa and Jait, so it's really nice and to be honest i don't think we changed that much in working together <laughs> it's actually since you're 12 till now And to be honest, I, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, We still make the same jokes. We still do the same things when we're uh, uh, producing something or if we're on the floor or... I mean, it, it didn't change, no. In November 2022, a delegation of Jackson's Lane was in Amsterdam to see the job shadowing from the other side. Okay, but not so good. My Next to me, it's perfect, man. <laughs> well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> the brochure was that the student needs to pay you to have residency. Rosa organized different meetings for Jackson's Lane to sit in with, such as this meeting with somebody from the Amsterdam City Council. We delivered a plan uh, in collaboration with Jackson's Lane. And the idea about the plan was to actually focus on three parts of the development of TENT in an international context, all related to collaborating with the UK. With the first part uh, being learning about how to run uh, a prop like an actual house for contemporary circus, or a physical house, because that is a bit the dream for TENT in the, in the further future, to have a space in Amsterdam, preferably in the north, where we can uh, both present, train, uh, have residencies, have young people taking classes. So really build a proper house for the circus for the development in larger sense. And <coughs> these lovely people have a, a place like that in London. So that's also the reason why we chose them as partners. 
And we were there with our whole troop of people to really do what we call the job sharing experience. So to really learn from one, one another into how do you function, in which context also, because you guys are similar to us in, in, a, in a city, in a context of a city where you deal with being in a borough, working, uh, having social projects around you, but also programming circus, uh, producing it and how does it work and, and what effects does it have. And the other parts of the collaboration are an international co-production that we're setting up right now and we're, d we're doing a pre-research. And the third part is a showcase. So we're going to showcase work of Dutch uh, young circus artists in the UK next year, October. So we have like a little festival in the weekend in which we invite a lot of English programmers to come and see the work with the idea to tour the work in a later stage in the UK for them. In the threemanship, Rosa is the driving force behind the networking and collaboration and shaping of the fast-forward trajectory. During this period, she also became a mom and she was on maternity leave, so you'll hear her voice only in the first episode. You'll hear more about the co-producing and Dutch showcase in London and networking in episode 2 and 3. Let me introduce you to Jackson's Lane first, with artistic director Adrian Berry. Um, this is, and all of this is through to, uh, I'll show you downstairs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so confusing. Like, it is confusing. But it used to be a church. Oh, the whole thing used to be a church. And Sorry. then in 1975... Jackson's Lane is located in the northeast of London. If you leave the Highgate tube station, you walk up the hill and across a very busy road, you see a quite big old church in early Gothic style. After meeting Adrian, or Aid as everyone calls him, in the cafe of Jackson's Lane, he takes me through the building which is a labyrinth of stairs and studios. Aid looks a bit like a British rock star. He has bright, friendly blue eyes, slick, dark hair in mod style, with tight black jeans and black Chelsea boots. And what is Jackson's Lane? Cool, good question. <laughs> We used to be called a community centre back in the 80s, and it's called, even on Google Maps, I think it still says Jackson's Lane Community Centre. Uh, what we say now, we're an arts centre for many communities, which is a different thing entirely. Um, so we are, we're many things. So we're, so we're the UK's leading venue for contemporary circus and supporting and presenting and touring. That's, you know, the main artistic thing we do. We also have a really strong programme for families as well, theatre programme. We have uh, an outreach and education department called our Creative Engagement Department, which does work pretty much all out of the building because of the transport links and everything to uh, hard-to-reach areas. So we work with young people and older people on social circus classes, which are free. Um, we have something called Broadway Brunch, which is a regular um, themed uh, lunch and arts and performance for elderly people and we're going to be one of the venues which are called warm spaces uh with the energy crisis which is happening we're basically saying to people come to jackson's lane you're welcome you can sit here you don't have to buy anything from the cafe you don't have to go and see a show you can just come here and be warm that's really important um we have nearly 50 arts classes and courses from uh flamenco to lightsaber fighting <laughs> not really fighting uh to baby yoga to photography societies and that they take place in our in our five studios and then we have a large space called studio one which is a commercial space i suppose in that we rent it out for parties and weddings harry styles made his video with um phoebe waller bridge here or rehearsed his video here um we're just a 
I think a, a place where people can feel welcome and safe. How many people do you reach each year, like in the building itself in, so, and, and out, outside the so building? Theatre audiences are about 30,000 a year. That's what we do. We know that for a fact. With a venue with only 168 seats. Yeah, seats. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's good. And then uh, we, we anticipated, is that an estimated through people coming in to use the cafe and the courses, about 100,000 a year. And the, from the meetings you had so far, what is the most important advice that you have given them or you would like to give on specifically about this ambition of having their own space and own venue? I think if you, you need to speak to every member of our team that they met with because you'll get one from about health and safety from Warwick and then another from Belen about how to maximise commercial income to support, you know, or to me about um, the kind of sort of deals that we do into with artists and how we support artists and things like getting tax relief on giving space. So I don't just, I think, I mean, the most important thing I'd said to them is that you, you have to diversify your income, which is a really business approach, but putting on shows doesn't make money. quite the opposite (laughs) it often loses so we have to have this mixed economy because our arts council funding only represents 10% of our turnover this is how Jackson's Lane is organised and financed if 10 dreams ahead how would they envision their venue the dreams depends on who you're talking to that's also really nice I think Uh, and I think they're also changing all the time and which is also nice and the thing is because it's still dreaming and still dreaming per person and we don't have to make choices at the moment it's really nice that we can still dream about every part of it we we don't have it yet so everything is still possible and I think this makes it now and within this fast forward trajectory it's just the chance to think big still think big to not be limited with the choices not limited with money i mean it's still it's still in our heads and that makes it uh, yeah open and for you well if you talk about what's uh, what the, the 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 dream image in the in in uh in my head is that would be um, a a house where we can um where we can uh, find a home for all our activities uh, where we can make a connection with an audience, so a theater venue as well, uh, residency spaces, so um, sleeping possibilities for artists from all over the world. Um, I think a house also makes that one and one becomes three. Working interculturally also means different ways of communication, different working practices. I asked Aid and Jaid about their experiences. I think it's still for the ethos of tent felt very similar to Jackson's Lane in that we we work really hard but we're pretty relaxed. <laughs> so I didn't think there's much difference actually. It was more like oh this feels comfortable and familiar. I can tell they're working their asses off. Um, but it was not, it was not a sort of rigid corporate environment which you do get in some countries. I won't say which ones, but one I've just been to recently for a festival. It was very, everything was rigidly structured in three-hour meetings. And, and I was like, oh, God, I hope it's not going to be this. And it wasn't. And what about for you, uh, Jade? <laughs> was it the first time you were job-shadowing here? What are things that stood out to you? Well, I I, I very much agree with Aid uh, in in the sense that that I think our organizations match on a on a on a level uh, of 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 relaxedness and at the same time working like like crazy people. Um, I 
remember very well that we at the first job shadowing visit when we came here we were allowed to uh, join a team meeting and there was this lovely moment of um, what's the name for it you call it the cultural highlight the cultural highlight yeah. that's it yeah. uh, the the meeting starts with everybody um, uh, telling something that they uh, that they found uh, interesting in 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 the field of culture in in the broadest sense possible it it was fantastic and it was um, something that we really took home also the, the the way of having this team meeting i think we learned something from that and we after that because we were an organization that was capable of having meetings of three four or five hours many years ago we tried to improve that but after visiting here we even took another step in making it more efficient making it more um to the point. Yeah. Next to experiencing running your own venue, a topic that came up again and again and again was diversity and inclusion. It's such a key topic if you're working with a venue in the UK. Um, just consider diversity in its broadest sense. Yeah, I really do. I, I used to be quite narrow-minded thinking it's all about skin colour. And we've learned more and more it's, it's, actually, it's actually not, not at all. And we apply that to our recruitment. We apply that to our board. We apply, you know, it's, not, it's not just about the work. It's about your, your broader approach, education, training, workshops, everything. So it's not just about what's, what's being performed. Even though diversity and inclusion is much more than about what's being performed and who is performing, however... Representation on stage is also a part of the diversity and inclusion policy of Jackson's Lane, especially in their borough, which is a very culturally diverse neighbourhood. We're doing a circus production for Christmas. It's three billy goats gruff. <laughs> but we made a commitment within the cast of four that 50% would be um, artists of colour. As in, so if there were two artists of consideration that are both equally good acrobats, we would consider the person of colour because we know a lot of our audiences they like to see themselves represented on stage quite rightly. Um, but sometimes for international work, um, it, it's, it's difficult. We did, we're not going to turn the work down because it's not diverse enough. But similarly, I don't know about the diversity of the people in the Dutch Circus Showcase. I don't know their sexuality. I don't know their gender, how they identify, if they have disabilities. So, you know, a lot of... The, a lot of it's socioeconomics, a lot of diversity is, is invisible. So it's not for me to say, oh, it's not very diverse. It's not, it's not our position to make assumptions of, of, of who artists are. Jade, you just said that you um, got a different view on diversity and inclusion through job shadowing and collaborating with Jackson's Lane. How do you deal with it on a daily basis with TENT? Well, there's, there's an issue there because, uh, like Aid said, there's a very clear visual aspect to people of color, but there's also a lot that's hidden. And there's, there's a real dilemma there when you... At one, and on one side, want to be as diverse and inclusive as you can, but at the same time, uh, you're not just want to tick boxes and ask questions like, "Hey, uh, what's your socioeconomic uh, status?" Because then maybe if you like of, are of a certain uh, position in in society you're much much more preferred than somebody than somebody else that's not how 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 you want to work uh, it's the artistic element that you bring that, that's that should be leading at the same time if that always prevails you might miss a whole range of 
interesting people that are also uh, very important. What has it meant for you personally also being uh, of, of Turkish descent, right? Born and raised in the Netherlands. It, it's really strange. You know, I've been working with you for such a long time and I never, I, I never think of your mixed descent. But on the other hand, now I'm doing this interview and all of a sudden I'm realizing like, oh yeah, but it's part of your story too, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. And in in the past, I I used to visit the youth circus uh, when I was when I was young. And then this 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 topic uh, topic of cultural diversity was very new and very upcoming. And uh, it happened that uh, I was pushed forward, uh, like um, selected over other people uh, to represent the organization just because of my name, which also made me a bit. Um, well, hesitant and and um, um, not always so comfortable with the topic uh, because it's very easy to uh, to resort to cultural diversity. And well, yeah, uh, my name ticks a box. So um, that uh, on a personal level makes it uh, um, sometimes extra complicated. With intent, I think we are at the point that we have always uh, found it an important topic, but we are at the point that we are uh, ready to uh, really make a difference and maybe force something, uh, force a movement uh, by uh, um, uh, putting an extra focus on this element in 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 our selection selection procedure uh, so um, there's awareness and there is a will to make a change uh, and that's also on a personal level something that changed within me um, before i was very very hesitant to to even uh, discuss the topic and now i'm personally at the point that i'm like okay if we want to make a change here i also need to step over my personal issue with this topic yeah and has has this trajectory helped in that sense on making those decisions or? i think it's parallel but this this collaboration um, confirmed it yeah yeah Even though TENT gained new insights on diversity and inclusion, it also corresponds with what Rosa calls the DNA of circus. This DNA that Jaid, Hanneke and Rosa all experienced together when they met as teenagers at Circus Elleboog. I believe that circus in, in the way where it comes from has the base to be open to everybody. So to open their doors to everybody uh, that is welcome. So I, in Elleboch we used to say you're always welcome. If you can't walk, if you can't juggle, you can maybe make a costume or you can maybe yes. uh, walk on a ball. Or you can, so there's space for everybody. And that's within, I always say, within the DNA of the circus. And that's why I was... What are lessons that tend take home? I think that a very important lesson is that you have to find a balance between community activity and artistic activity in a house uh, as, as, as Jackson's Lane is. Um, when you're there, uh, you see people walking in and out and in and out. There's all kinds of classes and groups um, uh, making use of the, the, the studios. There's a little cafe and this is, this is really nice. It's maybe something we have always been saying, like, ah, that's not really something for us. But I'm 
guess one of my realizations has been that you need to find a balance in that. Yeah, I think the the chance to for us, the three of us, to think outside the box. Normally, we are planning for everybody else, and we have ambitions for our makers. And but to to take one step back to look at our dreams again, and uh, yeah, this is an opportunity you normally don't get. So this feels like the gift, the, the gift of standing still a bit to think about what you want and then start running even though it's on top of the normal workload you already have well let's not talk about that <laughs> it's fun <laughs> this was the first episode of the fast forward adventure of tent in the next episode we dive into what it's like to start an international co-production these series were commissioned by performing arts fund netherlands Concept, production, editing, mixing and mastering by Maaike Muis. Indispensable editorial advice, Ruth Verraas. Many thanks to Jackson Slane, Tend and Performing Art Funds Netherlands. Thanks very much for listening.